Welcome to the Roxford's podcast. I really fucked up the last recording. Take two. <laughs> so, I'm your host, Humbles, who is inept. And to the right of me is the crank who was telling a lovely story before I fucked it up. I was telling a story about how I was inept. I'm also sobering up from an amazing lunch that we had. So this is going to be a fun episode. All right. To quickly recap, uh, this is kind of part two of our Mount Marcy ascent, which was absolutely fabulous. We did two miles in from the Adirondack Lodge, which is the normal parking area for the Mount Marcy ascent. You do the Van Hovenberg Trail, yada, yada, yada. We we stayed uh, at Marcy Dam last night in the tents, and this morning we started our five-mile ascent up to the summit at 3 a.m. So I believe... I was telling a okay. lovely story. We had a <laughs> snack at Marcy Dam, saw some amazing stars. Yes. I realized my headlamp was drained uh, because I put it in my hip belt and then setting my pack down, it activated the headlamp inside the pack and no headlamp for me. Don't do that. Don't be a dumbass. So check all of your battery powered and electronic devices before you go to sleep so none of them are draining. Yes, and even if I had done that, I had the wrong cord to charge that device, so bring the right cords as well. So I started trekking up behind you. because You did. You had a headlamp that was functioning. I did. And I was down a trekking pole because I had to hold my phone with my phone flashlight, uh, like a very special hiker, um, <laughs> up the fucking mountain until the sun came up. So Starting out, after retrieving our bags from Ranger Rich, who confiscated them last night because of you assholes who don't know how to put food in a in a bag and secure put that it. bag in a tree or put it deep in your pack, sealed, and then hang the your pack from a tree like I did yesterday. Yeah, you all need to hike in the high peaks. You need a bear canister now. So bear canisters run about 30 to 40 bucks, or you can go to the Adirondack Lodge Visitor Center and rent one for $8. It adds a nice amount of weight to your pack. Yep. So and I you. was discussing this with Mrs. Cranky while you were dealing with other issues, and yes. that's probably what I'm getting for Christmas. So anyway. <laughs> um, so the first section of... Once you leave the dam, the first section is gradual but very, very rocky because it's state land and the state doesn't give two shits about the High Peak Trail, so it's extremely rocky, extremely bouldery. Um, You come to a bridge, you cross the river that feeds into the dam. Um, And then you ascend and boulder hop for another mile easily yes and we found that we actually did better because it was dark and we couldn't see what was awaiting us we just had to deal with it yep so we're kind of like horses like you want to get a horse to do something uh you put a blindfold on it so it can't see that's kind of what we did this morning 
for those that take us extremely literally, please do not blindfold yourself while going <laughs> on up. trail, all right? Yes. Um, I got an awesome picture, just pitch black with your headlamp in the distance, so that was freaking cool. Uh-huh. But I was stumbling up the damn mountain because I was down a trekking pole and using my stupid phone, but we got up, um, and we missed sunrise. The goal was sunrise at Marcy. Which is why we got up, well, you got up at two. I decided to snooze for a while. <laughs> That's okay. We were still, I'm slow, so we were still ready at the same time. Yeah, so we ended up leaving Marcy Dam at 3.07. Um, uh, even if we left at 2.30, which is the time we wanted to leave, we wouldn't have gotten onto the summit for sunrise. So yeah, if we want to do that in the future... We would have to probably leave Marcy Dam at 2 on the dot or leave the lodge at 1, which is silly. It may happen one day, but All yes, right. it is silly. So, um, you found music helpful this morning as I, like a distraction. I did because I going up a sense, music does help me. Especially since my legs have been a bit of an issue these past couple of months. Don't know why. They're always really tired. Um, but actually today, after after the sun started to uh, grace us with its presence, I felt great. So the Van Hovenberg Trail from the dam. Damn. For, <laughs> for about three and a half miles... Mm-hmm. Yep. It's nearly straight up. It's... And rocky. Yes. The history of these trails are wealthy people in the 1800s. Um, if they wanted to go to Marcy, you cut a trail. It doesn't matter what this trail looks like. You just cut the fucking trail. So no switchbacks, no drainage. And these same trails have been there for 150 years. So, uh, that and was... As, as it these trails became more and more popular, especially last year during COVID, it, it becomes an even, even bigger ecological problem. Yes, and normally they are completely flooded. That was the only advantage, because there is no drainage. That was the only advantage today of having no rain up there for the last eight days, is they were in relatively dry condition. But They were the, still puddles, yeah. which is shocking. Uh, the trails are a mess up there. Yeah. Everyone acknowledges this, and no one really knows what to do about it because the New York Department oh, of Environmental, Environmental Conser Concert. Conservation <laughs> is in charge, and New York State just has so many other freaking things that it's dealing with. They should. We concluded yes. that they should just give these trails up, turn them over to the Appalachian Mountain Club. Yep. And even if they charge at trailheads, you might have a shot at getting nice trails. Which is essentially what they do at the lodge. They charge at that trailhead. And that, people still yep. pay. That money goes towards the trail stewards and maintaining the lodge. And, and the immediate mile around the lodge of trails. Which is gorgeous, that by is the way. That is beautiful. So... Um, we stopped about one mile below the summit, one of my favorite spots. I had stopped there twice previously on my two previous ascents. It's a really gorgeous spot. 
at that point, you start to even out and level off before the final push to the ascent. Summit. Summit. And, again, tipsy, recovering. (laughs) You are sitting there and you're looking at Marcy towering above you, eating... Breakfast skillets. I have converted my hiking partner here to Mountain House Breakfast Skillet. One of the best mountain house meals on the fucking market. If you are a hiker on a budget, this ain't gonna work because they run between eight and ten bucks. Yes. But Chili Mac and Breakfast Skillet are the two best. And, uh, and the expiration date was? 2051. <laughs> So I have been preparing, I'm not a full-on prepper, I'm not like crazy, but every time Mrs. Cranky and I go to Walmart, I grab one of these. Just in case, like we had a fucking hurricane nine, ten years ago and we lost power for nine days. It would have been nice back then to have freeze-dried meals on hand. So just for shit like that. And then I can use them, obviously, on trail. So I have a giant bag of these fucking things at my house. It's great. So I'm set for summer. But I had oatmeal. You had oh, <laughs> That oh. was a dollar from the Walmart. <laughs> but breakfast skillet is so much better. It is delicious. It is very good. And only 1,500 grams of sodium per pouch. That's it. Yes. So... Um, we ascended the summit was amazing so from there the tree line dissipates 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 and then boom you're an alpine I mean you're an alpine then arctic yes area it is not as it's not like the surface of the moon there is vegetation up there grasses what you see I saw mountain blueberries which are plentiful um on elevations above about 4,500. Uh, when If you go to the Pacific Northwest and you do um, those peaks, you will probably see a lot of mountain blueberries and huckleberries. My plant for the day was bear corn. <laughs> it is not delicious. Every single part of it is poisonous. It looks like a stalk of corn about seven inches high. It's the scientific name is something, something. Look it, look it up. It's bear corn. Uh, every single part of this plant is... All right, Kyle. <laughs> yes, I'm doing a Kyle O'Grady. Uh, I don't know shit, so go look it up yourself. <laughs> but I can tell you every single part is poisonous. Yep. Native Americans <clears throat> used to gather all of the men eligible to be tribal leaders and have them eat this poisonous plant and the one that got the least sick became wins, wins and becomes <laughs> the uh, the chief of the tribe. I think we should enact this policy for our next presidential election in 2024. Bear corn is the way to go. Yes. Live on the debate stage each candidate must consume bear corn. We watch whoever it's very vomits. Hunger Games. Yep. It's a better system than we have now. Oh, look, like, George is so pretty. It is. I like George. There's a whole, as an aside, there's a whole circuit of uh, trails all around Lake George, and you can do the Lake George Peaks Challenge. We're passing the Popo. They got somebody two cars. Must be serious. 
Sorry, dude. Anyway, the summit was absolutely fantastic. Magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. So in in the beginning, when I first started, well, we first started the hike this morning, my mental state wasn't up to snuff. So it was mantra after mantra to get me up at least to the point where the sun was coming up and then it was like a light switch and my mental state was absolutely perfect there's still an incline but it also leveled out there absolutely i i commented like we're done with the bullshit yep. done with the bouldering and i believed in this time it was true yes yes um we had the sun you don't do well with night hiking anyway so morning night hiking is okay because you know the, sun the sun's coming, coming. Up. yeah so the summit is absolutely fantastic. It is gorgeous. We left so early and it's a Sunday, so there's not a lot of people up there. We had the entire place to ourselves for about an hour, which is if you know anything about the Adirondacks and the I don't consider it overcrowding, but many people do. There's a lot of people that use these trails. So to have the highest mountain in New York State to yourself for an hour was incredible. You got spoiled on your first ascent up there. I really did. And, you know, seeing all of these YouTube videos that we've been watching for over a year now to kind of prep us to what we were to expect on on these trails, all of these folks are leaving 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning to get to a sunrise on Marcy to start the Great Range. And I'm like, all right, so we should be expecting people. It is June. It is a beautiful weekend. There should be people. But very pleasantly surprised, there was not a soul. Absolutely incredible. So there is a plaque up there uh, naming the mountain by its Native American name. Tahawas Tatanka. <laughs> no, that's something different. That's Dances with Wolves. Which I have never seen. Uh. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Tahawas. Which is complete bullshit. The story behind that is a reporter in the 1800s. I don't know the year. Wow, I am doing a Kyle O'Grady trail tales on this wow, one. Wow, there, Frank. Um, (laughs) had this entire expose he was going to summit Marcy and report back he failed so instead of like just doing honest journalism which there has never been so nothing's changed nothing has changed and saying you know I failed because it it's not like it is now even as bad as the Van Hovenberg trail is there was a trail Um, you used to have to bushwhack portions of this thing. So it's entirely understandable why this guy didn't make it. He makes up this story about how the Native Americans called this mountain Tahawas, which means sky splitter, and the sky splitter defeated me, and it's all bullshit. But people believed it. It's on the plaque. And now it's on the plaque that was put there by the CCC in 1937. So it's there. The plaque is cool. It gives like the first, an accounting of the first official summit. And why it's called Mount Marcy. Governor Marcy uh, authorized the first state geological survey 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 of the mountain. So, 
But from the summit, we saw Mount Gray, Mount Skylight, Mount Haystack, Mount Whiteface, Algonquin. We saw, like, basically you could see everything. You could see, like, Placid from the summit. I mean, we were the highest people in New York State this morning. Which is a pretty fucking cool thing to, to boast about, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with us. <laughs> Check out the, our Instagram for amazing, amazing photos. Yep. Hopefully you heard about this podcast from the Instagram, so you already saw some of them. <clears throat> but yeah, absolutely incredible. And then we did something that I have always wanted to do, which is just... Oh, actually, you have a thing to tell first. Oh, yeah. I was told last night, you know, tread carefully, be careful. All right. I will definitely. So I'm fine going up the summit, going up to the summit. Everything's great. I'm in awe of the views and my ankle rolls and I sprain it. So I'm on the top of Mount Marcy in the middle, almost the middle of nowhere. You were, there was almost tears. There were almost tears. That shit hurt. Um, I, I thought we needed the chopper. <laughs> um, but luckily, I was able to walk it off. That shit hurt. That really, really hurt. I haven't had that bad of an ankle ankle roll in years. You walked that shit off for seven miles. I'm impressed. Yep. Well, and not only that, but my face is, and hands are full of fucking poison ivy. So I have had to contend today with a whole host of medical issues... And I feel fucking fabulous. So you win the fucked up hiker award for the day. Good job. <laughs> um, no, seriously, that's awesome that you did all of this shit with all that shit going on. Thank you. You are welcome. So then we <clears throat> accomplished something that I wanted to do since I summited the first time. The previous two times I summited were in August. The wind starts to pick up. Uh, and you had rough summits. Yes, I did. Wind starts to pick up in August. It's not pleasant up there. So you're up there. You look at the stupid plaque. And then you march your ass back down. So I was determined today to sit and enjoy a coffee. And since we beat the trail stewards up there and they could not yell at us for bringing out our stoves and going off to the side. Although I will say I do appreciate the fact that they are there because otherwise there would be no vegetation up there Yeah. because people would just trample it. Yep. So the only reason that there is an ecosystem up there still is because the lovely trail stewards say please stay on the stones. Don't step on the re-vegetation areas. The veg is lava! <laughs> the veg is lava. <laughs> anyway. So we had coffee looking at Mount Gray, and it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty banging. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. So coming down... Who did you... It was pretty rough. I fell. It was great. I fell too. So we're... Not to be outdone. <laughs> yes, we're tied <laughs> on the falling on our asses challenge. Uh, we met... Who did we meet on the way down? We met Seth actually about 10 minutes after we started descending the mountain we met up with Seth who is the head of the volunteer um, trail, stewards. trail stewards they're not volunteers they do get paid oh okay um, but he also works for the park full time 
but I guess for just the, for the summer, he is in charge of the stewards. Yes. And then about 15 minutes afterwards, oh wait, before we go on to our next meeting, uh, we were curious about where Theodore Roosevelt hiked up to Mount Marcy. The story goes that TR being vice president at the time, vice president did the job shit. Yeah, the, the job of the vice president was not much like sit and listen to the Senate. Well yeah, it was a lot like what it was with John Adams and I was gonna say Pence and then Kamala Harris came in. It was like the second coming of Christ. Yes. Anyway, she's not gone to the board yet. Anywho <laughs> So we asked him where the lovely Teddy Roosevelt, Vice President of the United States, was and how he got up to Marcy when he was told that President McKinley was shot. Well, he knew that McKinley was shot. He knew. He, so this is when he died. Right. Okay. He was getting better. Right. Okay. But early 20th century medicine, um, he was getting, the wound was healing, but then he got an infection from being in hospital, on his back, as you do today, we would hit you up with a shit ton of antibiotics. Yep. Not available in 1901, so Roosevelt thinks he's getting better. He's like, I'm going fucking hiking. And then they had to find him and inform him, you're president, dude. You should probably not be hiking right now. Absolutely. Uh, so Seth had told us that it wasn't the Van Hovenberg Trail, and now that he mentioned that, it kind of made sense since Teddy was coming up from the south. It made no sense to approach Marcy from the north like everyone does today. Most yeah. do today. So he was went from Newcomb, which is an hour ride, car ride south, up to Four Corners and did the approach from the south. Which we will be doing in a few weeks. Right. Um... So then we met three lovely trail stewards who were marching their asses up. They start at 8.30 and end at 4.30. We got there at 7, so we're better at their job than they are. Um, We told each other not to step on the revegetation. Yes, and we did not. The veg is lava. The veg is lava! Um, So they, they were fun to talk to with their bug nets which we need to get next time yeah. and then the descent down until you get past Indian Falls nope even past Indian Falls it's brutal until you get back down to just there's a bridge yeah um, yeah basically until you get back to Marcy Dam it is a rough rough descent uh, lots of boulders, steep. I do much better going up. I do not like going down. I'd, I would have to agree with you this trip. Has. Yes. So um, we did stop at a, a nice watering hole spot to put our feet in, and that's when I found out that my ankle is the size of a baseball. <laughs> That's impressive. I know. I bet half that swelling happened because you were walking on it, though. Probably. Probably. So. Yeah, it hurts to the touch. Um, I, my ultras, we were telling you last night, my new gear was ultra Lone Peak 5s. 
they worked really well. However, you need to get ultras a half size up, which ordinarily is not a problem. Today, though, just that little bit of slide going down, hitting the brakes constantly, your foot slides forward, your toes hit the end. I have some nice blood underneath my nail bed, which looked really gross, so I hope you enjoyed looking at that today. Um, Ew. Yep. Anyway. The water was about 50 degrees, and it was glorious. Yeah, it was amazing. Felt much better after putting on soaking feet, putting on fresh socks. Then we met up again with... Ranger Rich. (laughs) Ranger Rich, who was telling us, and we were trying to figure out what the hell was happening. (laughs) Because he had his shovel, and we were like, hey, good to see you again, blah, blah, blah. Small talk. I I asked him, I was like, what are you doing this morning and with your shovel? Where are you off to? And he's like, I'm digging shitholes. We do not know what the fuck this means. Because there are... Human beings are disgusting creatures... So maybe... May... You know what? I think we figured it out. Alright, so here is the deal with this trail. This is one of the most popular trails in... the park system. In the park system. It's one of the most popular trails on the East Coast, to be honest. People come from all over the fucking place to do this trail. So... And the people that come there are disgusting. So they have signs everywhere instructing people how to dig cat holes. Yeah. There are, um, why am I blanking on the name of... Sounds like... Uh, the the place where you shit in the woods that's like the building... Privy? Yes, thank you. (laughs) Wow. That's, that's great. They don't call it a privy on that trail, though. They call it just a turlet. Yeah. They're everywhere. Like, they had to install them because people do not know or refuse to dig cat holes. So I think that's what he was doing. I think he was going out and looking for people who did not use the privies and do not dig the cat holes to do it for... That is a really shitty job. You humans are fucking nasty, man. I swear to shit. (laughs) Well, I'm sure Ranger Rich was swearing to shit as he was burying other people's shit. I'm sure he was. But, along with telling us about digging shitholes, he said, now, remember, kids. Bring your bear canister next time. He reminded us again. Oh, man. He reminded us of that perfect Boy Scout who didn't do a goddamn thing wrong and, like, at the age of, like, three, (laughs) said to the Scoutmaster, one day, Scoutmaster, I'm going to be... A ranger in the Adirondacks, and he's like, and the ranger's like, uh, the chief, whatever, scout scoutmaster was like, all right, son, you go do that. And then throughout his scouting career, this kid would like got snitch. his eagle scout at four. Yeah, he would snitch on every fucking boy scout. Yeah, he would piss me off. Yes. Yeah. And as a ranger, Rich is doing a wonderful job, though, as an employee of the, <laughs> the Adirondacks yes. parks. I mean. Yeah, I'd rather employee have that. Employee of the month. Exactly. I'd rather have that than an incompetent employee. Yes. But yes, if, if I was in a, as a former Boy Scout, if I was in a troop with a Ranger Rich, 
I, I would not be happy. We, I will not <laughs> mention them on the podcast, but I was telling Tumbles some of the things that I used to do as a Boy Scout. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, anyway. You were a bad child. I was. I really was. <laughs> if you couldn't all figure that out from listening to this podcast. I don't know. He, I, I, I would have never thought. But he was really kind of a little asshole. <laughs> well, you know me outside of the podcast. True, so. true. The last two miles are the best trail. And they the longest two probably, miles. Some of the best trail we've ever walked on. And probably the best trail in that park. Mm-hmm. But... Because the trail is so smooth and you're like, oh, there's only two miles, you you are constantly thinking that you are almost there when you are not, and it makes it seem extremely long. I swear those miles were an hour apiece. Yeah. <laughs> but we made it back. Yeah. Uh, and it was absolutely amazing. So stats are... We got back around noon. Well, yeah. Yep. We got back around noon. So here's the stats, kids. 12.5 miles today, which means 14.5 total. 4,780 feet elevation gain, which probably means 5,000 feet total. A moving time of 7 hours and 29 minutes, which is good. Uh, But a total time of 9 hours because we stopped for an hour at the summit and we stopped breakfast, breakfast. and lake and yeah. yeah so third time that I have summited I would do this hike again yeah um, as long as I don't do it too often I would never get tired of this hike this mm-hmm. absolutely stunning um, one of our best days of 2021 one of our best days ever on trail mm-hmm. absolutely amazing and then I found highly recommend yes Definitely the trail, actually. Definitely go there. Um, Park at the lodge. Get there either later on a Saturday evening if it's not a holiday weekend. And stay over and do the trail or do the summit in the morning. Yeah, or get your ass there early, early, early in the morning. Like get there at 2, start walking at 4. Right. Um, So then I found... What did I find for lunch? You found the Lake Placid Brewery. Yeah, the easiest name to remember. I still can't remember. <laughs> and that is why I am pretty much fully recovered from my well, inebriation. I encouraged bad behavior with that one. <laughs> yes. Let's get a flight Fine. on top of... Okay, sure. <laughs> so it has been a fun afternoon. And in my inebriated state, I came up with the most genius idea ever. Mm-hmm. We are going to write... <laughs> Don't nobody steal this. I will come after you. We are going to write... Wait, before... Can, can we can we explain our, our next trips before we talk about... Yes. All right. My genius. Yeah. Yes. His genius. We were talking about Teddy Roosevelt at lunch again, and Cranky here... Please don't walk away from this podcast thinking we like him or admire him, by the way. Just... I want to get that out there. Anyway, continue. Okay. So this one over here mentions Lake Tear in the Clouds, and I'm like, holy shit. Again, I forgot about it, but it is a very important site. And I had assumed that the crank knew what I was talking about, but it was something completely different. So how did you hear about Lake Tear in the Clouds? Because I was looking up Roosevelt's hike. 
yeah. uh, when he got the telegram that he was president, and he received the telegram from a man named Harris. I don't know if this guy was Secret Service or a state park employee or what, but that he was at Lake Tier of the Clouds when he found out that he was president, and you should probably cut your hike short, dude. So, um, <laughs> I was like, we need to go there, this is fucking cool, and... And I said, yeah, we do, because it is also the headwaters of the Hudson River. And I was like, oh, really? I had no fucking clue. And so, we- taking a look at the map, the hike that we were supposed to do today, but didn't do because... We were gonna go to Jonathan Saharic's art ship, right. which we, were- we ended up not going to because... We both have work in the morning. I have a wife to get home to, so... Yep. So, we did the regular route, but the route we were going to do, which hits Mount Grey, Mount Skylight, and Marcy, you walk right past Lake Tear in the clouds. So, our next hike, which will probably happen um, Independence Day weekend... Yeah, July. Yep. Will include that fabulous site. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Anywho. And it's only three more miles than what we did today. That's right. So we could do that. So my genius idea in my inebriated state, um, a 12-mile hike over extremely difficult terrain with limited food um, is really great if you want to get inebriated. So my genius idea is kind of like a Baywatch thing, but not with sexy lifeguards. We're going to call it Summit Watch. Peak Watch. Peak Watch. <laughs> we're, we're still working this out. My original working title was Trail Stewards, but I, th- I, th- I like Peak Watch better. Peak Watch. So it's going to be about the Trail Stewards. Okay. And it's going to be like a Baywatch style, but it's going to be about the trail stewards. High drama. High drama. There's going to be (laughs) scenes in there where um, Amy Ranger, Ranger Amy, is on the peak and there's someone about to step off onto the vegetation restoration. And it'll be slow motion. She has to get her bag and run. We'll do the slow motion Baywatch style run. And then she'll have to be like, please don't step on the vegetation. Very traumatic scene. So that's just one episode. That whole <laughs> yeah. fucking thing is just one episode. The episode I came up with was hunky hiker dude comes trotting along the trail and is almost at the summit. And Ranger Amy, working name here, Ranger Amy has a crush on hunky hiker dude and she is tasked with telling him that he cannot come up to the peak to the summit because he does not have a bear canister so she has to tell this hunky hiker dude that she's crushing on that he has to go all the way back back down and it's 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 high trauma and conflict for ranger amy (laughs) (laughs) i think we also came up with um Seth, their boss, one of them is in love with him even though he's like 38 and they're like 18 and he's married. So so there's there's high more. drama. Yes. 
love triangles. And then because we're selfish assholes and want to include ourselves into this <laughs> yes, into scenario, the show. into the show, then there'll be an episode of two freaks leaving at three o'clock in the morning from Marcy Dam, and one of them, his headlamp just <laughs> happens just to die, and he has to walk up the mountain with only one trekking pole and a phone flashlight in his hand. Our regular cast isn't even in that episode. It's just us. <laughs> just us. <laughs> and then episode three or four is going to be called uh, The Climb. <laughs> and all as it is, is the three trail stewards, the three like college age sexy trail stewards climbing up Van Hovenberg. They have to be sexy trails. Yes, they have. No one's going to watch if they're not. <laughs> um... <laughs> Climbing up Van Hovenberg Trail, gossiping about, you know, boyfriends, and you came up with, oh, what did you come up with? One of them has some sort of issue. I don't know. You came up with something. One of them has some sort of gear issue. But all it is is they're just climbing and talking and gossiping, and then they get to the summit, and the episode ends. It's, it's going to be a riveting show. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So no one steal this idea. We're going to go home and go into script development right away. <laughs> this is the shit we come up with post-trail. Yeah, I mean, we have to have dedicate an episode of our podcast to just the different shit that we come up with on trail. We'd have to go back and think about it, but yes, absolutely. I, I just... just things to trick ourselves into thinking we're almost there to this is a real slog so let's name the Von Trapp family children backwards backwards, um, alphabetically in order but but backwards backwards. yeah yep we figured out the entire like the way our political establishment should be run Mm -hmm. today we were debating whether or not evolving out of hunter gatherer society was worth it Yes, yes, yes it was. Uh, there, <laughs> there's a book I'm currently reading called Sapiens. I mean, it was a New York Times bestseller list, amazing and riveting reviews from Bill Gates and Barack Obama. Uh, so it must be legit. Um, but overall, it's a decent book, and especially since we're also listening to Graham Hancock, Hancock. Uh, the guy who has the theory about civilizations prior to 12,800 years ago it just was all very fitting and we we like to to muse about these topics on trail it makes the time go and that's where you actually have the time to like for contemplate eight hours to contemplate and wrestle these issues and yeah so we were literally debating whether or not evolving into farming and agrarian societies was worth it yes yes it is (laughs) But <laughs> you're entitled to your wrong opinion. No, well, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, yeah. it did work out for the best. Uh, what else? I, you know, now that you've said this, it makes me think about what other people, like your your day hiker. I want to climb Mount Marcy just for giggles. That really hasn't been on another hike before in their lives. What do they do? I what mean, do they talk about? What do they? I thought every single college-aged couple we passed, yes. they all looked the same. I was like, didn't we, like, we passed the same person ten times? Because the dudes all have the sunglasses, the backward hats, 
the girls all have like the stretchy pants and the ponytail. Like, I was like, we passy people already. We passy people. So, a lot of them have Bluetooth speakers and are blasting their music. Um, yeah, I don't know what they talk about. Because a lot of people don't read. I, a lot of people don't even go or watch movies. So, I don't know what you would talk about. Talk like personal gossip. Like, or OMG, this is so hard. I yeah. Mean, how, how many times can you say that in. A eight hour, yeah. yeah. But I do think it's cool that someone from New York City who has never done anything like this before can get in their car and they'll be miserable. They'll absolutely be miserable throughout the day, but can accomplish summiting the highest mountain in New York State. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. And the more people out there, the better. I'm sure if you asked a local from Lake Placid or Keene, they would disagree. But I think the more people out there, the better. I want people off their couches, away from Disney Plus, Netflix, all that shit, doing more of this. So, that's all I got. That was a, a very full and roundabout episode. I enjoyed it. Yes, yes. How are you feeling? I am feeling much better. Um, th- th- this shit always makes me feel mentally like king of the world when I go home for the next three days. It's fucking great. So. I mean, how are you feeling post-lunch? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm completely sober. Okay. My feet are good. Excellent. Um, yeah, that was the other thing I was going to mention. I have blisters from the ultras. I don't think they were broken in. And this was really, really tough trail today. So I have a couple blisters on the arch of my foot, but I'll be fine. I was able to get medication sent from my doctor in Jersey up to Lake Placid, so I'm on a course of prednisone. Thank Jesus. So, goodbye, Poison Ivy. Yes. Alright. Well, friends, we'll be back next week for another riveting episode (laughs) of Peak Watch. (laughs) Have a great day.